If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What is going on? Welcome to episode 64 of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, and 64 Josh, and this is going to be another one of our mini episodes. Because Nintendo likes to drop stuff after Tuesday when we uh, do our regular show. So, welcome, everybody that's here, hanging out. Really glad you're here. Really glad you're here. Uh, before we get started, remember you go to audibletrial.com slash NPC. Get yourself a free audiobook from Audible. Books I recommend, Ready Player One, uh, Super Mario, Console Wars, all really good books. That's audibletrial.com slash NPC. The chair I'm sitting in from OP Seat. It is a comfortable, affordable gaming chair. And if you want to save $10 on it, use coupon code N64Josh. That's opseat.com to check these chairs out. And lastly, I do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash n64josh. A dollar gets you an extra podcast. There's some other tiers as well. You can check them out. We do some hangouts, things like that. It's patreon.com slash n64josh. Okay, well, this show is coming in a little early tonight because I'm going to be on the Nintendo Dads podcast tonight in about a half hour. So we're going to knock this one out real quick. But there are a handful of things I want to, uh, I want to go over. And I do want to say, remember, this is an unofficial Nintendo podcast. If you're looking for the real one, look up Nintendo Power Podcasts. So with that, let's uh, I just have a handful of windows open here. Um, There are a few articles. This is a little bit of this article is a little bit um, older. Uh, It's from the 24th and 24th of January. And this I saw in our, in our Discord chat, which I thought was really interesting. And it's titled, Four Times as Many Developers Are Working on Games for Nintendo Switch This Year. And uh, that, that number is awesome. It's really good to hear that. That means uh, we're going to be getting a ton of games on this system. And I cannot, I cannot wait to see what, what we end up getting. Um. A lot of third-party developers, as we all know, they didn't want to. They didn't want to develop games for the Wii U because they didn't know if their games would sell. Now we hear on a regular basis. We've mentioned it on this show. Most people say, "I I wish this game was coming out on the Switch," you know, or if this game comes out on the Switch, that's where I'm going to get it. That's very, very, uh, very, very common to hear. So that's good news. That's good news. Um, a few other things, and I'm I'm kind of going to just rush through this stuff. So guys in chat, if you do have some questions or comments or whatever, I'm going to try to get to some of them, but I am in a little bit of a time crunch, so I just want to make sure we get through this. And some of the stuff we're going to get into further um, on Tuesday's show as well. So uh, this is a tweet from, his name's Eddie, I'm going to say 
Makuch or Makuch. I'm not sure. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but this is a, this is a takeaway from uh, Nintendo present uh, Tatsumi Kimishima's uh, presentation, which was like, uh, it was yesterday. So here's what a tweet says. Here's another interesting takeaway from Nintendo presidents um, from the presentation today. Nintendo is also interested in games as a service with more DLC coming to keep players coming back. So this is a, this is a good thing. I think this is just my opinion. I mean, I know I feel like the gaming community is a little bit um, divided when it comes to DLC, when it comes to um, when it comes to loot boxes. I think a lot of us are kind of in agreement. There's uh, you know, we want, we want that $60 to be a complete game, right? I think there's frustration when, when, a $60 game drops and immediately there is, there's DLC like day one DLC. And it's like, why isn't, why isn't this in the game? You know, that can be, that can be a point that uh, people get frustrated by. You look at Zelda breath of the wild. I put that game down for quite some time. And, um, even though like I didn't fall in love with the DLC, it was still nice to get back into the world the more I've done in that game since then, I have really enjoyed. I'm I'm impressed by by some of the things they added. You know, I enjoy the bike. Like driving around and trying to find shrines right now is so much quicker. And I could have I could have rode a horse and that kind of stuff, but uh I, I like the motorcycle. Funny story with that thing, had no clue how to refill the tank, so <laughs> my nephew played that. And I can't remember if I mentioned it on here or just in stream, but he was playing and uh, it gave him a little notification that, Hey, you're out of gas. And then he just hit the button and moved on. And I'm like, I can't, how do I feel this? So little side note there is kind of, kind of funny. Then realized it just runs on garbage. So it's all good, but we got games like Odyssey is getting, you know, balloon world. That's just an update. It's a free update. They're not even really calling that DLC. But that's something that's going to get everybody to, you know, probably jump back in, try for a minute. Maybe some people really get into it. I don't know. It uh, probably not something I'll play that much, but who, who knows? We found out recently that Odyssey sold like nine million copies. So somebody's going to be jumping in and playing that. And probably some smaller kids and stuff might have a really good time with it. Xenoblade Chronicles had a season pass. Um, Mario plus Rabbids has a season pass so we can see that this is what Nintendo is, is wanting to do. Pokan Pokan it it's, it launched today. The, the DLC for, uh, for that game. I'm hoping personally, because we play so much Mario Kart, I really want some Mario Kart DLC. Um, <laughs> putting in chat says I'd prefer to buy a hundred dollars of DLC for Mario Kart eight <laughs> than have to wait for a new game. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. So, um, Mario Kart DLC would be great. And when we see DLC coming for a game, like, like Pokin, maybe there's a chance. I don't know. M- maybe not. 
we technically got DLC with that game because of the fact that it had the uh, the battle mode that some say should have been there already. But, you know, it's either either here or there at this point. But we are seeing we are seeing this model now, and I feel like they're doing it right. I don't feel like we're getting nickel and dime. I don't feel like we're getting incomplete games or games that aren't the, you know, the full value. And then, and then having to buy more. I mean, we saw clearly uh, when battlefront one came out on the Xbox, that game literally felt incomplete. And if you wanted the complete package, you had to spend $100 to get all the DLC after all the DLC was in that game. In my opinion, it felt like we finally had a full game. And and I understand that game was rushed. That game, you know, they had they had massive deadlines. But it was just it was like it almost felt like they wanted to test the waters to see how much Star Wars fans would just shell money out because it said Star Wars. And I don't think people really did. I waited until it dropped, you know, it dropped in price. It was on sale during the holiday or whatever. So um, DJ just mentioned in chat here, Battlefront 2 sold 9 million copies and EA considered it a failure. So Mario, Mario sells 9 million. It must be a failure then. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I can understand why EA can see it that way because they're selling to a, they're selling to systems that have, you know, how many PS4s are in the wild? How many Xbox ones? There's a lot. There's 14 million Nintendo switches and 9 million of those have Mario Odyssey. That's, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good, uh, attach rate, I would say. So, um, but yeah, so anyway, games as a service, we're getting more DLC. I think this is a good thing. I don't feel like Nintendo is, is, um, shorting us on, on the content that we're getting in these games. I feel like they're, they're, they're full games, well worth the 60 bucks. And a lot of times they're so good. I want to play more Xenoblade Chronicles. I want to play more. Like I can't wait to have more story for that game. And there's already new, uh, new quests and stuff. So I like that. They're just kind of sticking with it and, and, and moving forward. Even Xenoblade sold a million copies which I don't think anybody really expected that. Um, and I think arms did close to 2 million copies, you know, that's brand new IP. So Nintendo's really kind of knocking it out of the park. Um, not only with, with the switch, but with, with the games that are coming as well. Let's see. I have a few more. Oh yes. So we had quite the discussion in our, uh, discord today about Nintendo's online, service that comes out in uh, September 2018. (laughs) So this, this conversation jumped all over the place and I'm not going to lie. I kind of like to stir the pot a little bit. (laughs) So, um, uh, Oh, Captain Logan says arms was barely over 1 million. One, two switch beat it out. Huh? Interesting. The, the, the article I had seen shown different than that. So I have to do a little bit of research there and, and find out for sure. That's hilarious that one, two switch beat it out though. Um, need some DLC for one, two switch. Oh boy. Oh boy. <clears throat> so the online service we got, we I threw it up in the discord because there was one piece of information 
that I feel like the verbiage has changed on. And basically, if I remember correctly, maybe somebody in the chat can, can remind me it initially said we would be getting these classic games with online features and we would get them for a month to try them. And then we would have to pay for them. Now, this is what it says on Nintendo.com. It says classic game selection. Subscribers will get to download a compilation of classic titles with added online play, such as Super Mario Bros. 3, Balloon Fight, and Dr. Mario. And that's it. We don't see anything else as far as this is going to be a, a try it for a month. It just says we get to download these. So are they are they free games that we're getting with the online service? And so then I threw the question in our Discord. Is this the virtual console that we're getting? <laughs> and oh my gosh, I thought my phone battery was going to die. Um, everybody went crazy. <laughs> we were throwing around so many different ideas and, and what we thought it was going to be and what it should be and what I want this and I want that. And my word, it was... Uh, it was pretty crazy. It was about an hour long conversation of just like at some points you couldn't even keep up. There was so much stuff going on, but I'm hoping one, my hope is that this isn't our only virtual console that, that, um, we will still get a virtual console of some kind that just allows us to pick and choose the games we want. But if we get some free games from paying for this online service, that's on par with what the other companies are doing um, right now. I mean, Xbox, I think it's somewhere along the lines of close to $1,000 in free software each uh, each year. I think PlayStation is around the same. You know, and, and the reality is, Nintendo giving us these older games. Yes, they're adding online to them. So that's cool. That's a little added. Uh, that's some added content there, but um, these they've had these games around forever and, and they're going to sell for like, I mean, I think on the, the Wii U, what are they like? Four bucks, three ninety nine, four ninety nine. you know? So it's not like we're looking at, at thousands of dollars in, uh, in software. If this is the case, we really don't, we really don't have any information We're I'm just speculating right now, but I'm hoping we get to see, you know, I don't know if it's going to be three games. I don't know if it's going to be one game. It kind of depends on how many of these things they have ready. Maybe that's the part of the delay for this whole thing that we are going to see, um, multiple games each month and they're just trying to get, uh, far enough ahead so that they can they can drop them on a regular basis. It doesn't look like we're seeing any major changes as far as voice chat coming into the system itself. They are still very much pushing the app. So I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. I know a lot of people want that. A lot of us want to be able just to have voice chat right in the switch itself. I just don't think it's going to be a reality. So... Um, and then I've got people in chat right now saying there's no need for voice chat. Well, you know, some people like playing Splatoon. I wouldn't mind having voice chat for Mario Kart, um, every now and again, just to, just to hear people yelling at me. Um, and, and again, this is an unpopular opinion in my discord, but 
I want to see Nintendo with some esports games. And if that's going to be the case, we need to have a a decent voice chat. More than likely, it's just going to end up being Discord. Um, but it would it would be nice if we didn't have to have all these cables and wires and goofy headsets and little mix amps and everything just to be able to do voice chat. It is it is definitely um, it is definitely a Nintendo way of of doing things. So, um. I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it seems strange. I don't know what the exact reason is, why we're going with, why they're going with an app instead of, um, just in, incorporating this into the system. I know in certain cases, um, back with the, on the Xbox, Xbox 360, getting voice with the games was, I mean, it was, a, it was a lot of, um, it was taxing on the system and it also can mess with your, with your connection. Some, I don't know if that's still the case here. I, I'm, I'm not entirely sure, but this is the route they're going. So, you know, what guys in chat, let me know what you think. Like, are you going to put one headphone in your, in your ear and then, you know, your, your gaming headset over, over the top or what? I, I don't know what the best solution is here. Cause I, I mean, are you going to go in public with like your Splatoon headset and then your phone on its hotspot and, you know, sitting and inviting your friends and chatting? I mean, uh, I'll be honest when you invite people with the phone app, it works fine. Like that, that feature is great. I think if they would just move voice from the phone to the switch, I think everything else is, is cool. But I think the voice is the major, uh, is the, the major hiccup here. And I mean, the thing is, I remember early on with Splatoon, they said Splatoon, I just, I'm sorry, Splatoon. Um, I remember them saying that it does not use a lot of data. So if, if you use, um, if you use your hotspot to play that game on the go, you don't burn through a ton of data. So maybe, maybe the voice adding voice like that would, would, you know, just be a bigger load on the system and, and take away. I mean, you're still using the data on your phone anyway, right? If you're using it as a hotspot. So, I mean, it, it is definitely a, uh, um, a quality of life issue. And, it's not really going to be a huge deal breaker until we get to a game that is really, really relies on voice chat. Splatoon is probably the closest thing we have to really needing to be able to communicate if you're playing league or, you know, competing at any kind of a level. But other than that, it's more of a, just a convenience thing right now. And, you know, discord, this kid, discord can do the trick if, uh, if you're really wanting to talk with your friends while you play switch. So this, this is coming out 2018, the prices, uh, $3.99 for a month, $7.99 for three months or $19.99 for a 12 month membership. Here's what it's going to offer you online gameplay. It is right now. It's free until September 18th. That means September 18th. If you want to continue playing Splatoon, Mario Kart, um, I'm, you know, Stardew Valley, when it finally gets multiplayer, we got game like like Payday is coming out, Minecraft. There's a lot of online games. You're gonna have to pay this twenty dollars uh, a year or three ninety nine a month to be able to play those games. One of the things I'm hoping this is like a per switch deal, like because I have I have multiple family members on one switch downstairs, 
I'm, I'm hoping that they will be able to, you know, I can buy one $20 membership and it will cover that switch. I don't know if that's going to be the case or not. I'm, I'm hoping though. Um, the thing is with, with paying to be able to play online, this is nothing new for, for any of us that have been playing on PlayStation four or, or PlayStation through the last, uh, like two generation cycles or, or since the original Xbox. I mean, I've been on Xbox live for close to 15 years now. So with the same account, so it's just kind of like, it's what you, uh, you know, it's, it's just kind of part of the deal for being able to game online. It's never been a thing for, um, for Nintendo before it's not going to affect whoever's still playing online on the Wii U or the 3ds, but it, uh, if you're going to want to keep playing online, you're going to have to pay for this. So here's what else you're going to be able to get from the $20 Nintendo switch online app. I'm assuming that's just the, on the phone, being able to invite people, voice chat, that kind of stuff. Again, classic game selection is here and it says product name subject to change. Um, Nintendo eShop deals. And then for non-subscribers, no online gameplay, no switch app, no classic game selection, no Nintendo eShop deals. So when I read that, that's why I threw out the question. Like, is this going to be our virtual console? Like, is it going to be tied to the online and we're not going to get, and some people did not like me throwing that out there. So, um, I want to hear from you too. Like tweet at me what you think of that. Like, no, 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 no. I want my regular virtual console or, Hey, I've actually bought all these games that see I'm on the side where I've like, I've bought almost all of these games digitally, you know, back all the way on the Wii. So I have a lot of them have access to all of them. So just to have them again, yes, it's convenient on the switch, but having something that's a little bit different, you know, and having something that's an incentive to pay for the online. I mean, look, if these games are selling for five bucks each and it's 20 bucks a year, we get three of them for the first run. By the time we get the fourth one, you've now paid for your online service with just those four games. And now there's added value there but we don't know what we we need a little more communication probably be E3 before we uh before we get any more um both um non-subscribers and subscribers will have access to the eShop be able to register and manage friends share screenshots to social media and access the Nintendo Switch parental controls app so all of that uh, all of that's still available so that's that's Nintendo's online um Nintendo Switch online coming September 2018 Okay, the last thing I want to just touch on really quick is it's just a rumor. It's just a rumor, and it said this is uh, this is from yesterday. It's about Smash Four port uh, to be announced soon. It's again a rumor. Earlier today, Emily Rogers went on um, went on the Nintendo first party thread on Reset Era and said. This in response to people debating how much content would be in the hyper uh, hypothetical Smash 4 port. I'm just reading on the Nintendo Switch subreddit right now. Um, yeah, I'm expecting Smash Bros. to have a significant amount of new content. This is her response. My expectations, new stages, new playable characters, possibly returning characters. Maybe we'll see some stages from the 3DS version recreated in HD. Um, so that was, that was her response. I don't think smash bros will be a straight, simple port. They will probably position this as the ultimate version of smash bros. Anyway, we won't have to wait too long to hear about it. She later went on to state that you'll hear about it either before or by E3. So this is a a rumor. It's just a rumor. She, uh, 
you know, from my understanding with Emily in the past, she's, she's been fairly accurate with news and rumors, but as of recent with a lot of stuff on the switch, she hasn't been so accurate. So take this with a grain of salt. In my opinion for smash, if we're getting the port, I think this is the best way to do it as far as give us the content from the 3DS, the levels that were there, give us the levels from the Wii U, put it all together, give us some new levels, give us some new some new characters, and let's start playing Smash as soon as possible. They have said how long they want. They want this the Switch's life cycle to be longer than six years. Like they want to keep this thing going for a while. I'm I'm guessing we're gonna see an upgraded switch along the way, just like maybe the the tablet itself. But if that's the case, I say, give us the port now. Uh, the yeah, smash Four DX DJ. Exactly. But also hopefully we still get to see a, a true, you know, sequel smash five, um, on the switch. I, I mean, I know some people I'm reading chat right now. And some people are like, I just want five. I don't want a port. I totally get that, but to be able to be playing Smash right now, I would take that over having to wait another couple of years. If we could be playing Smash 4 now, up until the release of 5, that's that's where I'm at. That's what I'd like to see. So, um, Guys, thank you for being here with me in the chat. I'm going to head over to... I got to jump in a Skype call with the Nintendo Dads, and we're going to be talking Metroid Prime. Um... Make sure to check out their podcast. Just look for Nintendo Dads wherever you listen to your podcast. You'll find them. This is going to be one of their like retro rewind shows, so it'll be kind of fun just talking about older games. Um, I got to jump over there. Thank you for being here with me live. Thank you guys for listening. Remember, audibletrial.com slash NPC gets you a free audiobook from, from Audible. OPC.com. Use coupon code N64Josh. To save $10, I've got the Patreon, patreon.com slash n64josh. You get an extra podcast, some extra content for just a dollar. And um, thank you. If you have a second to leave a review on iTunes, I saw we hit 90 today. 10 more hits that 100 mark. It'd be awesome to see that before we uh, before we hit the uh, one-year mark of the show, which is February 13th. So um, just 10 more reviews. If you're enjoying the show, let us know on iTunes. That'd be great. Um, guys in chat, thank you for hanging out. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the questions. Sorry I couldn't get to all of them, um, but we'll talk about this more, I promise. On Tuesday, um, Eric and I will will, will get into it uh, at length, I'm sure, and uh, we'll have a ton of fun doing it. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. We'll see you guys later.